Good afternoon, good morning, hello, hello. everybody, hi. I'm your great-grandma's accordion instructor who was just found guilty of vehicular manslaughter. And I'm a middle-aged white woman whose this line is taking way too long, and I'm <gasps> mad about it. And Welcome back to the podcast. This is... <laughs> this is... Triple T-O-T. That's the that on that. That's three T's. The letter O. And a fourth T. Yay. And what is the T? Um, today... <sighs> We have a lot to talk about. You know, listen. It's been a minute. We skipped a week because a lot of stuff happened. Some stuff happened. Yeah. You know, it was Labor Day, and I didn't want to do any more labor than I had to. Yeah. And that's me being American. Mm-hmm. As you should. As I should be. So we took a week off. Stop yelling at me, Mom. Mom? Yeah. She, she was like, there was no new episode this week. Mom. She didn't say it meanly, like I just made it sound. Mom, I'm sorry. But I was like, get me back, Mom. Get me back. I'm sorry to disappoint Mom. It's okay. Well, it's all right. I'm not saying it's already you. It's on Mom. I was saying it's all right on her behalf. Yeah. Who is she to have opinions? It's really nice of you. Thank you. I'm nice about things like that. Yeah. So we took a week off. A lot's yeah. happened since then. Yeah, totally. What's What's been going on with you? Um, You know. <laughs> I've been the sick. microphones don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh. Um, I've been sick for five days straight. I had a really bad cold, and I had no time to rest because it was uh, Labor Day weekend, and there's no rest in the food service industry. Isn't it a bummer that Labor Day weekend turned from like giving honest workers a day off to mm-hmm. giving like corporate blue collar people a day off while. I have to make them coffee because they have yeah. a day off. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I. it was really tough have being, like, when you're sick, all you want to do is just curl up into bed with some tea and some soup. And, and sleep die. for three days. Yeah, yeah, NyQuil is your best friend. But I didn't get to have that. I had to be horribly sick in a tiny cramped kitchen with another gentleman who is just like, He's a lot to be around yeah. for, like, when you're not sick. Yeah. And then if you are sick, it's like, hey, can you just stop for a second? <laughs> just stop saying stuff. Could you please just not? I know you're trying to be fun, but that's you know, enough. Yeah. I really don't want you to be fun right now. No. <laughs> I didn't come here to make friends. I'm not here I came to here to be fun. sick. <laughs> um, that's accurate. Yeah, that's true. It was a busy weekend. You were <clears> sick. <throat> you and Mark were both sick, and you powered through it, and I appreciate yeah, you Yeah, we both, both got sick simultaneously, which... Usually what happens, because we both always get... If one of us is sick, the other one is guaranteed Doomed. sick. Yeah. Um, but usually it's like there's patient zero, and then there's the it's, other It's one. spread out over like two weeks instead of just yes. both of you in one week. This was like the same day yeah. we got sick. I felt sick one day. Like it was the... I think it was... It was Thursday. And I was like, well, I feel a little nauseous. I feel a little dizzy weird. I'm like, yeah, it's nothing. Went to my voice lesson. Famous last words. Yeah. The next day in the morning before I went to work, I was like, I'm really nauseous. I don't feel good and everything sucks. And Mark was sniffly, but he gets allergies, so I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Also, he cries all the time. It's like, <laughs> enough. Um, and then, yeah, come to I come home from work and I'm like, well, I have a cold. And, he, and he's sniffling and going, Ugh, uh. and I'm like, are you sick too? What the hell happened? So It was really, like, really quick. Yeah. You guys went from being, like, totally fine to, like... Did I get hit by a bus at some That's point That's exactly week? what it felt like. Yeah. Oh my God. It was... And it was the worst. Your body aches, chills. I'm pretty sure I had a fever the first day. You definitely did. You were like, yeah. touch my head and my hand was medium rare. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I mean, that was... But I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm five days past. And I'm, at this point, I'm just a little like... A little nasally. Yeah. To the point where usually people tell me my voice is soothing on the podcast. I think this is going to be an episode for you guys to check out of if you come No. <laughs> it's kind of like Phoebe Buffay when she got her sexy voice when she had a cold. Oh. And she was so much better from it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Smelly my voice cat, is deeper when I have a cold. Cat, what are they feeding you? Speaking of cat, let's talk about Killian being a failure we were so, trying to make him eat a bug and he was not having okay, it listen <laughs> my cat's name is killian he's the sweetest most handsome man he doesn't have a gender 
Isn't and it? that's not being, hold on, let's not us being like, my cat doesn't have a gender, we didn't ask him, blah, blah. He doesn't have, <laughs> he go doesn't on, have go on. I just want to. Can be, I, I guess I should tell the Killian story. Let's tell since it. Since we're talking about him. I'm going to get my hot cocoa. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's not, tell it's too it again, hot for that. Mama. It's so humid. Tell Don't it get again. hot cocoa. Get an iced tea. What are you doing? How dare you? So much caffeine. I'm trying to go to bed later. <laughs> not, not chocolate. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so we got Killian, my my boyfriend Mark and I got Killian from an old roommate that we were living with. He up and moved across the country out of nowhere and was just going to give his cat away to one of his friends who has like seven other pets. And this cat, if you ever meet him, like can't handle anything like that he has gets, to do. He is just so stressed. Yeah, he gets he gets really freaked out. And and the other thing that was a driving factor is he the cat's obsessed with Mark. Yeah. Obsessed. Like, as soon as we moved in, none of the other, like, housemates would let the cat into their bedrooms. We didn't care. We're like, oh. So the cat would come into our bedroom and sleep with us at night. And, um, you know, I think after time, the cat just got used to us. And, uh, you know, we were just like, take the cat. He's like, okay, I'm moving. We're like, okay, bye. Yeah. Um, Little come to realize, like, the winter months come and he starts acting a little funny. And we're like... What's wrong with the cat? And the other roommate's there. She's like, nah, I think he's just cold. It's cold out. We'll just put the space heater on. But no, this cat's walking around. This cat looks gray. And he's walking around our apartment dripping. And I'm like dripping like he's peeing places. But like not really peeing. Oh, like he's just baby. dripping everywhere. And we're like, why is he dripping? He's melting. And then not only that, the drip that he's like peeing out smells like sweet. Yeah, it smelled he like... He is a popsicle cat that's <laughs> melting in your house. You're like, space was... heater? Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very distinct smell, very sweet. Um, it didn't smell like urine at all. That's so weird. Yeah, and he was going into, like, very comfy places and just trying to, like, m- like drip. And it... <laughs> You could tell the cat was in pain. I'm sorry. And then when he would go No, into... no, no. If the episode title isn't trying to drip, I will literally, I will quit this program. It's seven minutes in. We've already titled this podcast. All right, good. Trying We're doing great. I'm sorry. It's not. It's only funny because he's still here. Yeah, he's he's fine. But um, uh, so where was I? Okay, so he's he's going on and he's we realize that when he's going into the litter box to actually like try to pee, he starts... Gr- and we're like whoa like what's going on that's weird like he's never done that before so the other roommate's like yeah he's fine i think he's just cold it's the cold weather and i was like i don't believe that for a minute and i was like i'm taking him to the vet this is this is too weird so we went to the vet and they're like oh his bladder it feels like it's really full he's having trouble urinating it sounds like he has like a bladder stone um why don't we're gonna give him this medication i want you guys to um i want you guys to give him this medication it's like a special food you're gonna he's gonna eat this special food for a couple of days and at the same time he's gonna have this special litter where it's like um pellets and you're gonna collect all of the urine that he passes with a syringe and we're like okay so that was a couple of days oh my god a couple of days worth of urine barely filled a tiny half vial this poor cat was suffering so much so we bring in the vial into the, the vet and they go, oh, no, no, you were supposed to get urine, not blood. And we're like, this is his urine. And they were like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. How so, did they? Wait, wait, wait. They were like, they were no, like, sweetie. I understand I could, you could confuse blood and urine, but. <laughs> they were like, I don't even know. I was like, no, this is his urine. And they were like, oh, my God. So they were like, bring him in. We're going to do an ultrasound. Call like, the okay. FBI. So they shaved him. They did a little ultrasound. And he says, I can see some bladder stones, but I can't see past his pelvic bone. So we're going to, I think it's the, your best option right now for him is to have us open him up and get the stones out. Because he's been suffering for a long time now. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I can't take seeing him like this anymore. He was doing that for days. Ugh. The growling, the groaning, the dripping, the crying. I was like, no, I can't. Take I have it. had kidney problems and kidney stones before, which is like similar, not the same thing, but I can't imagine that poor little thing for yeah. weeks. So we were like, just open him up. Like, we don't care how much it costs. Like, please yeah. fix him. Ugh, here the vegans so, go again. Yeah, Same right. All the animals. So we're, we go back home because he has to be, he has to go into surgery. So we go back home and we are like, you know, I, I don't know. We were like cooking dinner and Mark's phone rings and it's the vet. 
And Mark's on the phone and he's looking at me like, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh, yeah. He puts the phone on speaker and he goes, this is all I hear from the speakerphone. So what we're going to have to do is I'm going to have to cut open his penis and we're going to essentially be turning it into a vagina. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> what the I cannot wait for your TLC happening? series, My Transgender Cat. <laughs> what? I was like, what are you, what? I was like, what in the world is going on? And so essentially he, uh, explained to us because we went in immediately um and he explained to us that what happened the reason why killian was in so much pain the reason why he was peeing blood is because he had these bladder stones some of them had gotten wedged into the side of his urethra and when he was trying to push them out it tore it to ribbons also penis pain trigger warning by the way <laughs> we're gonna have to tag this episode. way before in the beginning <laughs> so this poor cat was trying to oh pee goodness. out of nothing he couldn't essentially he he wasn't physically able to pee anymore and he said to us i'm not that i am the only vet in the tri-state area that can perform the surgery i had no idea that this is what we were going to have to do because i couldn't see past the pelvic bone into the urethra i'm not charging you for the surgery work i know and this would have been like you fixed a, my cat and it's free yeah well ah. i mean we did have to pay for the preliminary surgery but right. this this right. more advanced surgery we didn't have to it was pay a for. bogo yeah <laughs> essentially <laughs> um so what he did was he uh pulled out parts of his urethra got rid of the ribboned parts took out all the stones finally drained this poor cat's bladder and um essentially killian just has a little hole now he doesn't have apparently this and what i found out because i googled this because i was like this is insane there's no way that this is like a normal surgery this is common in male cats oh apparently like a cat's (laughs) i love that we're talking about this a cat's penis is like a hook this podcast is the go-to place (laughs) for any information about cat penises and i want everybody to know that well i mean this is my email us your cat penis questions at catpenises at gmail.com that cat's like my son yeah so like this was this is our baby so i don't care you know i'll talk about he's a little knucklehead i love him yeah he's a little mush um he's worth it every penny yeah and you know what it is this cat is so affectionate and sweet he is so sweet he's not bad he doesn't tear up anything he doesn't pee anywhere he doesn't rip up furniture you know, he's just a good cat. So it was just like, it was a no-brainer. And, you know, we ended up spending a ton. Luckily, between the two of us, Mark and I were able to pay for these surgeries and this medicine and this special, special cat food. But um, he came out okay. Um, a, he had a couple of complications after the surgery. The hole kept closing up. Um, so we brought him in like three times after to get the hole reopened. Which was annoying because that was costing more and more right, money. Right, you just go to Piercing Pagoda at the mall. <laughs> That's essentially what And they just reopen because you like didn't wear your studs we... for a week because of gym <laughs> class and then we have them in. Um, what we ended up having to do was, um, this was sad, we had to bring him to another animal hospital and he had to stay for three days with a catheter in. A catheter? <laughs> oh my god. I'll be outside. Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs> um, essentially what the uh, this other doctor, like it was like um, a second opinion, his idea was... What's happening is the hole is healing up, closing. If it has a couple of days to heal around the catheter, it won't close. Right. And it, that's exactly what happened. Right. So now, um, Killian doesn't have genitalia. He just has a hole. And he doesn't have, you know, he was neutered a long time ago. So he's just like, it, on his like paperwork at the vet, under gender, it says castrated male. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's so cute. Uh, like, he wears a little bow tie. We were trying to get him. There was a <laughs> gigantic grasshopper that was behind the fridge in oh. its last stages of life. Its leg fell off. The other day, Mark came in from being outside and a the grasshopper other day. hopped in with him and Killian freaked out. I was in bed already and I heard like Mark going, blah, blah, and the cat was like, meh, and I'm like, I'm not even going out there. No, not my circus, not my monkeys. I don't care what's you know happening. What I mean? Um, it turned out that there was a giant grasshopper in the, like behind the fridge hiding from Killian. And it's been there for a couple of days now. Yeah. We just... He, just like in, a hun- what is that movie? 128 Hours or something? Yeah. <laughs> Took off his own arm. He was played by James Franco in the movie. Oh and James Franco. he got out. We got him outside in a macaroni and cheese box or something. So. <laughs> Vegan mac and cheese. Vegan mac and cheese. Well, that that shit's good. Have yeah, no, no, it? no. No, it's not bad. Oh my god, yeah. it's so good. Work. Um. Yeah. <sighs> so Killian. He's a dreamboat. Killian has to be on special food for the rest of his life. 
Um, the special food makes him pee all the time. Work. And Mark loves him so much that he bought him all these fancy um, water bowls that like filter his water constantly, and it's like a little fountain. So it promotes them to drink more, and he has clean, fresh water all the time. This cat is spoiled to death. Yeah. Very loved. For real. No, he really is. But he's a special little boy. But he failed at his one job of eating that bug. Yeah, so. he's not a... This he's is canceled, honestly. Other than all of this stuff, he's not really a cat. He's just like... He's another roommate that doesn't pay rent, you know? Like Yeah, he has like, like sloth-like tendencies sometimes. There's a bug, and you're supposed to kill it. That's like your... That's the reason why you're he here. He sits and he looks like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> that's my favorite part about he him. He does. He just loafs. That's the cat loaf. Uh, yeah. He's handsome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm the type that, like, I have a ton of pictures of him in my phone, and someone will be like, oh, you have a cat? And I'm like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> She's like that stereotypical mom who pulls out her pocketbook, and there's, like, a whole <laughs> string of pictures. And I don't know how we got cat. like this. I mean, I do love animals, but, like... Even Mark. It's not just me. It's not like I'm the one that's like, I'm obsessed with my cat. It's like Mark's also obsessed with him. Yeah. And he acts like he's not. He yeah. loves that cat. Calls him a big dumb idiot. I come home and he'll have like a new thing that he bought for Killian. Like he bought him a $60 scratching post. And I was like, Mark, why? Thanks, Daddy Warbox. Exactly. <laughs> my God. I was like, is he worth it? I guess he is. Yeah. He sure is. <laughs> he Don't you ever forget. He loves his scratching post. We bought him a, a, like a, it's a pretty expensive pet bed for Christmas. He doesn't fucking use it. He prefers the bean bags we bought from Target. <laughs> I would, they're gigantic for him. Yeah, <laughs> they're like children's bean bags. We yeah, didn't, and he's really... like, I sit like a king. Yeah, it's pretty cute. I love it. <clears throat> Enough about my cat. Even though I could talk about him for the rest of the podcast. Well, that's the whole show. It's the Killian edition. <laughs> the whole program. <laughs> Trying to drip. Yeah, <laughs> the Killian story. <laughs> Trying to drip. Um, I had something that I wanted to talk about today, um, Aaron, because you have been so diligent in coming up. Why are you making that face? I don't know. I didn't mean oh to. God, you're like, you looked. That's my natural face. So scared <laughs> for what I had. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I knew. I know what's happening. <clears throat> you know what's happening. I think. I don't know. So, um, it's kind of like a returning right now. We're going to tell a story about something that happened to us. Oh, boy. Aaron and I work together in a cafe together. I work in the kitchen. He works in front of house making coffee and ringing people up and, you know, serving people and clearing plates and all that fun stuff. Um, Yesterday was a Tuesday, so it's a little bit of a lighter day. Um, And it's usually just him and I. Um, It's so fun. Yeah, it's usually a really nice day. And, you know, there's another guy that works in the market and he's pretty cool to hang out with too. So all of us just, like, work well together. Um, Yesterday was just... A really it was one of those days that it's like you don't have very often and you don't want to have very often where oh, um goodness. and it's and we're not talking about like the work itself nothing it wasn't like oh we had such a it was so busy or no. it was so boring it's like no we had it wasn't an incident it was just like a happening it was an episode yeah we had an episode <laughs> with somebody that came to the cafe and i think we should talk about it because you got really um, touched by this particular... I was very... Yeah, I got... I was moved. Yeah. Um, so you... I, I honestly wasn't there when yeah. this gentleman first came. So I think that you should start out yeah. by telling what happened. He, this gentleman comes in. He's got a camouflage backpack on. He's got headphones in both of his ears. They look wireless or something. And he's walking around. He's asking about the Wi-Fi. He's asking if we got a phone charger. Then he starts telling my co-manager on the other side that... Um, on the other side, meaning the the, the store portion, mm. the shopping center, um, starts telling him that he's a veteran from Afghanistan. He was there for eleven months, and he's got really bad PTSD. He's really messed up right now. He kept telling other customers. He kept wandering around and telling them that he was scared of something. He wasn't feeling right. And everybody that came in made made a comment that you know this guy doesn't look right. So he looks kind of down. Mm-hmm. So he starts talking to him. He comes up to me and he. And he can see he's like kind of like his mouth is getting watery. <coughs> That's okay. I just wasn't. It's like I'm sorry. It's fine. I wasn't like talking or anything. <coughs> no, go for it. I want to take this time to talk to you about Squarespace. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't want to talk about Squarespace. Okay. Did I cough on you at all? But the, I'm sorry. Oh my god, I didn't. No, okay, I don't think good. so. Um. So he comes up to me and he's his mouth is watering and he's like, "I'm gonna be sick. I got PTSD real bad. I'm gonna be sick. I'm gonna go throw up in the bathroom." And I was like. Dude, you do whatever you gotta do. You take care of yourself. I'm sorry, I don't want to laugh. No, 
We're allowed to. <laughs> okay. Because don't be on anybody's side yet. By the way, I just you rem- remind me later, but I have a um a follow up from today of something. Ugh, work. So keep okay. oh, keep going. Um, so he goes in the bathroom and he's like audibly sick for about fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, this lovely lady comes in. Her name is Becky. Nope. Her name is Becky. Her name you is Becky. Becky with the good hair. <laughs> um, but the thing is, she was at the counter getting coffee when he audibly said out loud. And I know her. I've, she's come in before. So I, <clears throat> and we were talking because we. Right. I have a rapport with her slightly. And she can hear him in the bathroom getting sick. Well, she he said out loud, I'm going to go be sick. And he said it like, right. to her also. And she right. just kind of looked at him and was like, yeah. uh-oh. And she kind of like whispering to me. She's like, what's going on? And I kind of told her the the bones of the story that all that I knew in the past 45 minutes that he'd been mm-hmm. in the store. She saved my life and wrote down all this stuff for me to do. She's like, call this number. This is it MCAT. Was a mobile crisis unit for um, veterans that have like episodes out. Well, it like wasn't it. just vets either. It's just for anybody who's having like a mental really? illness issue. Yeah. She's like, because when they, okay, so she, well, I'll get into it. I promise. Okay. I didn't know that. He, yeah. I learned a lot about these people. I'm like, good yeah. for you. You guys are doing the work. Yeah. I want to know more about that. Um, so she calls these people for me. He's sitting outside. He's like talking to other customers. Things. He's kind of weird and off-putting. She calls the people. She goes out and talks to him for a minute, but she's not really familiar with working with vets. So she's like, I can't really offer much of uh, assistance to you. Mm-hmm. Now, looking back, she probably could have. Um, but she did everything she could, and then she left. She was very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, then the, the people from the mobile crisis team come, and I can tell when they get there they kind of like are rolling their eyes a little bit. They're kind of like, yeah, ugh, okay. And so I was like, what's going on? They know this guy immediately. That the one there was two women and a gentleman, and the the guy walks right up to him. He's wearing a Heroes Project shirt. Right. He for goes up to him and, and he's like, "Hi, uh, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Uh, we had someone call us because we were concerned." And then he goes, "What unit are you from?" And the kid goes, "What do you mean?" And he's like, what unit are you from in, in like, the, what branch of the military? Like, Which is a good way stationed? to start the conversation. Where were you stationed? I like, hi. And the kid didn't have an answer. No. So, um, continue. I thought that was an important he, thing to note. Also, beforehand, before they, they showed up, he asked <laughs> me for alcohol. And I was like, yeah, absolutely not. You just barfed thing. in my bathroom. Yeah. That's a bad call, bro. So I went and got him a soda, and he was pissed about that. I was he was really, not happy. I was really proud of the way you handled that, by the way. Thank you. Wow, well, you did, thank you. You did a good job. Like, that's a Ugh. very, that's a stressful situation to be in, even if it's not, like, a weird thing. If, like, you have to deny someone alcohol. Right, that is, like, nerve-wracking enough as yeah, is, because an, you never know how they're going to react. Right, that's such an uncomfortable thing to have to do, yeah. and that's something that you don't And I can honestly say, I think that's the first time I've ever had to refuse somebody alcohol. But you did, like, it was very professional, and you did it well, and you were, you were very... Like you were consistent and you were like concise, like you were not letting up. I was like, I'm not losing my job, which I have to say, I was super. Thank I was there much. Yeah, I would go behind the counter and she's like, "Do not serve me alcohol." I'm like, "I know, I know." <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Because for a second, I Allie thought you were was going my. To. She was my my emotional <laughs> backbone through well, this whole thing. This whole thing's happening, and I I see Aaron like getting like. Because, okay, this whole situation was a lot to begin with. It was just Tuesday, you know? Like, yeah. I was just going la, 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 la. And, and on top this of that, happened. this kid keeps coming up to him and is like, I want this. And Aaron's like, what? And he's like, I'm going to throw up in the bathroom. And he's like, okay. And, like, it was just a and lot And this whole time, on. I'm thinking that he's a veteran, which, as yeah. it turns out, he's not. And he's lying. Right. Um, and so I start getting upset because my grandpa was a veteran. And yeah. he, you know, the end of... Uh, a lot of parts of his life were very deeply and profoundly affected by his service. And I know that he was pretty, um, he was pretty sick in the end. And he, you know, he passed when we didn't know about it because he didn't want any help from anybody, even though all we wanted to do was help him. But, you know, so I, it hit, it hurt me in a, in a, a a different place where I was like, I just started crying at work. And I was like, I told you to go into the kitchen and I was like outside talking to people. I'm like, how's it going? Yeah. Thank you for that. (laughs) Cause I was like, Oh man, I I I, really do cry at the drop of a hat. I really do. But I mean the, the situation at hand, it was like almost like it wasn't, it wasn't a it wasn't a wrong time to get upset. No, and I'm definitely not a person to stifle tears either. If yeah. I want to cry, I'm just gonna cry. Yeah, it I'm was just, a, it was emotional because 
either way, if this guy was a vet and he was having a PTSD moment, which I knew from the jump he wasn't. Yeah. Only because... And looking back, it was so clear. Yeah. It it was just the way he was doing it and saying it to everybody that passed Mm -hmm. him. I'm a vet. He said it like three or four times in a sentence. But he had a camouflage backpack. No, but you can buy that from... (laughs) That literally said National Guard. Like, he could have gotten that anywhere. Um, That's the other thing. If it was the National Guard backpack, I'm like, they don't really see... The National Guard doesn't really see combat. No. So I'm no, like, okay. Typically, no. No. So I'm like, he's... And, and that's what... Bre- not... Brendalina, <laughs> our coworker. His name's Brandon. I call him Brenda. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you wanted to say his I, name or not. I'm not giving he's last fine. names. I haven't given the place. His of, address yeah. and his social. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was saying like, he has combat boots on and he's got like... A backpack and I think he's real and I was just like no guys because he's like I have PTSD if okay and I'm sorry but I've actually met veterans that do suffer from PTSD it's not their favorite thing to tell no, strangers they don't just go up yeah. to you and say hi I have PTSD and then start telling everyone in the store that's not something that they do in fact it's something that they struggle with it's mm-hmm. a there's something I should probably tell you <gasps> a couple years ago and I'm not going to really talk about why, but I was diagnosed with a small form of PTSD as well. So I know what it's like. Yeah. I have never, I've never been in combat. People don't know that you don't have to be in the military to have PTSD. It's just trauma. Yeah. Everybody through, experiences some form of trauma. If you go through a traumatic trauma. event enough yeah. where it like um, can trigger you into having like episodes or panic attacks, it can be considered PTSD. Um, so... When this kid's coming in and saying, I'm having PTSD, I'm I'm completely aware of what a PTSD attack yeah. is like. And what he's doing is just going around telling people, I'm from the military. And you even It was said just it. the same line over and over yeah, again. Yeah. You even said it. You're like, if this is just something he does to go in and get free stuff from, I'm not giving him anything. Yeah. And it, that's what it felt like. And mm-hmm. we later find out from the mobile crisis unit, they have a history with this kid. Um, he's young. He's like the 21. very first thing I heard one of them say goes, "Oh, he's on drugs." <clears throat> the right. very first thing I heard one of them say. Right. Um, um, so they tell me he won't talk to us. The mm-hmm. mobile crisis team says he won't talk to us. He's refusing to speak with us. Mm-hmm. So the best thing I can tell you to do is call the cops, call the police department, have them come down here and talk to him. Because right. at this point, I'm angry. Right. And I'm feeling like I now have to protect customers and things yeah the thing is he was going up to customers that were sitting outside telling them he was scared there's there was a group of four outside drinking a bottle of wine that he went up to and started talking to and then they got up and left Mm because they were uncomfortable one of the regulars went out to get caught drink his coffee and the kids sat down and talked to them like 25 minutes that guy's such an angel and i was like oh i'm so sorry i have to he drinks in the house next time. I don't even care. Yeah, he was. He honestly, um, he was a big factor there because he kept him busy in one spot. Yeah, yeah, he kept him in one spot while all of the mobile crisis unit called all the police and all this different stuff. And we really, I think it was more we were concerned for his his safety. I don't think yeah. he was going to hurt anyone. Well, they made the police come in through the back because the mobile crisis team says that they have, um, they know him and he has a history of running. Right. And so that's all I need is for like him to scramble outside right. our restaurant right. and look like yeah. Ugh, I mean, it didn't look nightmare. great that we had a ton of cops and no, on the market anyway. Not not a thrilling experience. Um, luckily the owner was not there that day, mm-hmm. and she will never know. And then all the police get distracted because the mobile crisis team's car gets hit by another car outside the store. <laughs> so all the police are still there. <laughs> <laughs> just like fixated on that the end of the story is the police come they speak with him i don't know what happens because it happens outside it's private we're just happy that he's being taken care of they end up coming back in and telling us he's not breaking any laws which this i have a follow-up to tell mm-hmm. you um he's not doing anything he's not hurting anyone he's just gonna stay there and leave whenever he wants but um we're, we can't do anything we can't like take him away and oh i don't think we really wanted to i think we were just no more so just, worried and hoped that he was yeah i definitely didn't call people to, to get himself. anybody arrested no we, we uh, that just was never it was my goal a concerning thing that he was like announcing out loud to he everyone. was clearly not with it and that's somebody who could easily i could have easily seen him walking out in a traffic yeah or something anything. you know i don't know but um it was we were all on high alert and i'm really grateful for all the people that came and helped because they were super helpful and super nice like those... so i want to put a cap on this part of it by saying look up 
the same, I'm sure there are the similar programs and similar mm -hmm. institutes that will do the same kind of things that, as this mobile crisis assessment yeah. team. Yeah. And this one was 24 hours. It functions two counties, Columbia and Greene County. Mm -hmm. And it just, uh, I think it's incredible that they do this. And I had no idea if that psychotherapist wasn't in the store when this mm -hmm. happened, I would yeah. have never found out about any of it. No, I, it was like a way too good luck, you know, that she was there because, or else what would we have done? What would have happened? And honestly, just in a, as a person who has been in customer <clears throat> service and this kind of stuff happens a lot, yeah, it's good if you work in front of house, if you work in retail, if you work in any place where like anybody can walk in from off the street, yeah. you should have this information readily available because, you know, if nothing else, it, it could save somebody and it can also save your business. Yeah. You know, I'm sure anyone that's worked in either retail or food service has like a horror story where it's like someone came in and it was like, I have, I have one. Oh, I, I have tons. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll <clears throat> save those for an episode. Okay. I thought Nightmares and customer service. Yeah, that's true. I would love that. Um, anyway, the follow up, uh, that I wanted to tell you about that we found out today, I went in today with Mark. Um, he went into the bathroom today and he found, um, in the baskets where we keep, um, like all the paper towels and stuff, uh, small travel size bottles of alcohol that were uh, drank out of. And there was uh, bottle caps in the sink of alcohol. So he had went into the bathroom, <clears throat> possibly vomited, but also was drinking small travel sized alcohol bottles in our bathroom. So um, yikes. So I didn't he, know that. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said. Yeah. So he probably could have gotten arrested if we had known that. Yeah. I mean, but even the, the mobile crisis team said he's clearly inebriated. And I was like, well, then why can't you do anything about it? Right. That's what I didn't understand. You know, but, um, it was regardless of all the stuff, the legal stuff, whatever. I knew even if this guy wasn't a vet or whatever he was saying, this guy was really troubled. Something was going on. Like, it was really sad no matter what the situation was. Yeah. Where this guy felt compelled to go into a cafe and just tell people that he was a vet. It's and, a cry for help in yeah. a different kind of way than what he was, was vocalizing. Just, right, exactly. It was, uh, I need, yeah. And I think, if anything, um, maybe even just having the mobile crisis unit come in and touch upon him and see if he was okay might have been what he needed at the moment i don't yeah. know we don't know i hope he gets help yeah it's a scary world to live it addicted to drugs or alcohol or or whatever we don't even whatever. know what this situation was all we know is that he came into our place of work and it took a big chunk of our, out of our day yeah oh my god <laughs> i just and remember turning to you after all that and i was like should we pull the menus and you were like yes <laughs> i'm not gonna say who this person is because i signed a piece of paper <laughs> saying i wouldn't talk about this kind of stuff but all during this, mm -hmm. a very famous customer comes in, oh. and she is she's delightful. She was lovely. She was fantastic. I wish I could say her she name on the today. air. She did. Yeah. Oh, really? I saw her. Ugh. She's very sweet. She's a beautiful in person. She's very nice. She looks exactly the same as I thought. She, <laughs> she comes in and yells across to Allie, who's in the kitchen, which is like through over a counter, through a window, <laughs> like across the store. What time are you guys open? Until? What time are you guys open? Until? What? <laughs> she was like, what? Time? Someday, like, six someday when we no longer work for this place, oh. we will be able to sit down and I will name all the names There's, on the record we'll of just people. Put it like this. There's a lot of famous people that come into this cafe and get coffee and mm -hmm. buy food. And it's bizarre. Like, you don't recognize them until, I don't know, with her, she said a word. And yeah. I was like, oh, where is that voice? Where's your mouth from? That's what I kept saying. Because she has a <laughs> She's very got specific, a very distinct, yeah, distinct face, anyway. Yeah. And. Uh, it, it's not until I get, I take their credit card yeah, and, and I can see, see the name. name. I'm like, gotcha. Put it in I mean, my Pokédex. I can say this. I was pretty sure that Barbara Streisand came in today, but she didn't. It was just some Jewish lady. <sighs> but if Funny I Girl like came in to Old Hudson, you would give me a call, right? <laughs> well, of course. Just but so like, I could, if I was her. off. No, 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 I know. But I just I need... would love to, it, to, like, I want to think that it was. <laughs> oh, my man, I love him so. But we have an actual. You um, never know. We've had actual uh, yeah. celebrities come in. Like as early as like my first two weeks of working there. Yeah. Saw like A-list celebrities. And not for anything. That happens frequently in food service, especially yeah. in like New York. Yeah. I, think I can New feel York's that. It's real easy to get famous people. It just is. Like even when I was working in the restaurant, we got famous people a lot. Yeah. Not as, I'm sorry, but I don't know how, but this cafe gets like 
A-list celebrities. Yeah, it's weird, right? I'm like, whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> I would get like the kind of C-listers and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, right. But this is like on another level. I remember when I was out in California with Fletcher. <clears throat> yeah. Um, who is my significant other. Oh my God. Why you only cough when I'm talking? <coughs> She's just so rude. One of the one of the actresses from Sister Sister, either Tia or Tamara, was in uh, CIA Greystone when we were there. I was like, let's just go spend the day staring at Sister Sister. That's awesome. And I'll bring a mirror, and it'll be like they're both there. That's amazing. Sister Sister. Um, I one of my jobs, I, I physically bumped into Bobby Flay. <gasps> Would you say it was a throwdown with Bobby Flay? No, because he looked at me like I was some like worm on the that's floor. how he looks at everybody who is on throwdown with Bobby he's also Flay. like five foot two he's so short yeah he's also and the other thing that people don't know about bobby flay you can't see it on tv he's head to toe on freckles really covered in them do you think they makeup oh totally i mean it's a lot of head editing to toe and makeup. makeup he's got a ton of freckles oh his face is beat for the gods <laughs> like he's got a lot it was weird he's t- really short and he's covered in freckles and i wasn't expecting it i like honestly i didn't know it was him i was going out to the bar to get like a grab a soda and run back into the kitchen and he was like leaning up against the wall and i turn around i physically bumped into him and i was like oh i'm so sorry and i looked at him like it's bobby play oh my god i gotta go <laughs> i bumped into my favorite celebrity encounter i've had so far <clears throat> i bumped into carson kressley in oh, the city that's awesome. from originally from queer eye for the straight guy Iconic gay television. I don't know. That was Clinton Kelly. Oh, sorry. Too many Judge on RuPaul's Drag. They are, and they're basically like almost the same person. <laughs> they're like Pokemon evolutions of each other. And I walked, we walked past him. We were right outside Grand Central. We walked past him and he had a phone case, a Louis Vuitton phone case that matched his suitcase. Of course. The same pattern. No, of course. And I walked past him. He's wearing a Ralph Lauren shirt with a, I think it's Ralph Lauren. The logo was bigger than my head. Of course. You know, like the big embroidery. Yeah, I've seen those. And I walk past him, and we, he's on the phone, so I'm like, I, I whisper to Fletcher, I'm like, Carson Crossley. <laughs> and he's like, who? I was like, Drag Race. He's on Drag Race. <laughs> and uh, if Fletcher wasn't there, I probably wouldn't have had the nerve to go talk to him. But he was like, he's a very important gay person. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if I if I don't get a picture with him, I'll be really bummed. Yeah. Um. So I got a picture with him. <laughs> I posted it on Reddit. <laughs> On the RuPaul's Drag Race subreddit, and everybody said, oh my god, Sam Smith met Ellen DeGeneres. And I was offended. Wait, which one are you? I was Sam Smith. They were like, Sam Smith, when's your new album going to drop? And I was like, I'm not that fat. (laughs) That's what I was really hurt about. That's what you think of That's what I took from it. Oh my god, Sam you don't Smith look anything like, Humpty like Dumpty. Smith. <laughs> you don't like Sam Smith at all. You're right. I hope you're listening, Sam Smith. I hate you. I'm just kidding. I like his music. But I was like, no, but I like a good read, so I was at my I was at my laptop like, yes. <laughs> I love that. I don't have a favorite celebrity like bump into Obviously him. Donald Trump when you made him a salad. I know I didn't, you're a big I didn't bump Trump into fan. him, but I made him a salad. Yeah. We already talked about that. that yeah, was, that was a podcast. Ellie name. makes a salad. <laughs> um, who else did I uh, I don't know. Did I you hear my wheeze? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Sometimes they just... Ha- okay, so we didn't get to talk about my medical emergency oh either. Oh my god. <laughs> you didn't, I didn't have a medical emergency. You're making it sound like you're following Oh, I thought you did. Mine. A cold? You were... It was pretty emergent. <laughs> I was like worried about you. I was worried about me too, I, but nobody day else I was. was. Like, checking your pulse. Especially not the boss that I worked no. for. She was like... Are you okay? No. Oh, gotta go. <laughs> Got a blast. <laughs> she took off in her cartoon spaceship. Especially the guy I worked with too. He wasn't like, go home earlier. Oh, it's okay. Like, he was like, well, off. I'm taking off. So yeah, he literally was like, oh, I have two days off. And I'm like, I haven't been off in seven days. And he's like, well, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Don't forget to prep the egg salad. Bye. <laughs> um, Go ahead. I got, so I, I guarantee I got a sinus infection from when I was in Hershey Park. And you know what I think it was looking back at it? Mm. Probably the freaking water park. Oh, I maybe. hate a water park. And I went, it was fun, I had a good time, but I the bet. germs bother me. Okay? The idea of urine and water. I We have differing opinions on this. And I just want you to, I want to know from have... you what's it like to be wrong. I... <laughs> Because I've never known. I just have good childhood <laughs> memories of being in a water park. Sure. And, yeah. You know. I do too. I like liking things. <laughs> Don't you dare take my line from me. 
You're a monster. You're a gutted, <laughs> rotted Gila monster. Whatever. Um, so I got a sinus infection from what, what I believe was from Hershey Park. <laughs> oh my god! I can't help it. You punched the microphone too. You're like, get out of here. Um, <coughs> when I get sinus infections, it always leads to my nose bleeding like profusely. Like it just bleeds all the time. If I tilt my head a certain way, nose bleeds. I think it comes from when I broke my nose as a kid, but I'm not sure. Oh, that makes sense. I have a deviated septum. Mm-hmm. It's not from cocaine use. Yeah, it is. Never Don't touch the stuff. Not since my 12 step program. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, tell your story. Um, so I went to urgent care one morning. Actually, I went to work one morning and I walk in and they're like, how you feeling? I was like, because I was like really dying. I would spend 30 minutes in the bathroom at work every day just with a tissue to my nose. Like somebody watched the cafe. I can't. Um, it's fine. The owner was like, no, you need to go to the doctor. So she had her husband drive me to ur- urgent care. You have to have a nosebleed or the doctor, but you ugh, never mind. <laughs> go on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I hope you all hear the this. The owner hates me, so it's fine. Well, I'm starting to hate you too. I don't have a problem. You keep coughing through my stories I'm and telling me like, oh, vegan. it's not emergency. That's not an emergency. Your nose is just bleeding a pint of blood every day. Grow up. <laughs> Rude. Um, so my nose starts bleeding in the office. I This urgent care was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Shout out to this urgent care whose name ex- escapes me. <laughs> and it doesn't they were matter. They're so good. I don't remember. I them. don't. I want to say five star, but I don't know. All right. I ga- I rank. I rated them. I did a review. Anyway. Good for you. Um, I had to get my nose packed, mm-hmm. which essentially means that they shove a smaller tampon shaped thing mm-hmm. into your nose, into your sinus cavity, and they keep it in there for. Mine was kept in for two whole days. Congratulations on the thank you. A woman. I thank you. I felt so ladylike. <laughs> I was like, hold on, let me just let me just dab my nose. Usually girls don't jump right into tampons, so I'm really impressed. Well, I they did the maxi pad option just wasn't like cute. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this I, one just had a cute little string tape to my cheek and I was yeah. like, Oh yeah, I'm just like feeling a little under the weather. It's just <laughs> I like, just remember getting a text from you going, You wanna come outside? You have to see how crazy I look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took pictures I put on my Instagram. I thought it was funny. It did start to really bother me. Yeah. It's just, it was not comfortable. I had to sit in my house because I couldn't go to work with a tampon string hanging out of my nose. Yeah. It's just not professional. I know. I should be able to feel free in my womanhood. <laughs> but this is the patriarchy, Allison. And I don't know what to tell you about that. I already know. You're preaching to the choir. <laughs> Anywho. So then I got it removed because you have to go back in two days to get it removed. And he, this guy did not. He was like, this is going to feel weird. Pulled it right out of my nose. <laughs> And I have, I felt much better since. I was on antibiotics. My life feels better. Good. I'm glad you're feeling better. I hadn't eaten in like three days. Like three days of not a single bite of food. Yeah, I'm sure it would be weird to eat with something sticking out of your nose. It was horrendous. So. That's okay. I ate nothing but soup for four days. Yeah. I just started eating real food pretty much today. I'm going to make raviolis tonight. Good for you. We already had dinner. We had french fries. I also ate some of their dinner. (laughs) That's good. Um... Okay, so I wanted to talk about the thing that I said we were going to talk about. Well, do we have time to flesh out that full topic? Yeah. I think so. We do. Yeah, sure. Why are you doubting us? I'm, we're good at this. Asking a question is not doubting. Listen. It was just a question. You need to be more positive. If you... I do. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm wasting... I'm going to waste the rest of this podcast <laughs> just no. fleshing out this argument. Listen, my phone's going to die, but... I'll talk about it and like maybe we can think of some stuff because I wanted okay. to I took a I think I took a screenshot of the one maybe I can access that at least so um the reason why I wanted to bring this up is um if anyone's a redditor I'm not but I know of oh reddit. that's right I love this yeah um there's a subreddit called um is it that happened that happened so it's and this is a phenomenon on the internet and I think it's fascinating of people who go on and make up these fabricated stories. Oh, God damn, my phone just died. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, of these fabricated stories of um, whatever, just to get like likes and shares and whatever. It's just, a, it's a fabricated story and you can tell it's fabricated. Like it's kind of cringeworthy how fabricated it is. It's like you read it and you're like, well, that would have never happened anywhere. But and and but you look at comments on it, and it's people sharing, going, "Oh, that's so funny!" or "Oh my gosh!" Ha ha ha! I'm gonna tap my friend Janine in this. I don't know what who Janine is, but I talk about her a lot. Yeah, she's a good <laughs> name to yell at. Janine. Anyway, 
um, this one I found this morning. I was like in bed, like dreading getting up for work. And I always like scroll on my phone and I saw one that I was like annoyed that people share. I'm like, why do people share these things? They're not real. And it was a story about a, a gay flight attendant. Can you find that one? Yeah, I because think that, that one this was is, that yes. angered me. So I, it keeps once, clicking to somewhere else. It's very confusing. Once I read this one, I found the whole subreddit of p- these people coming up with stories that are not real. It's like they go somewhere and they say something tremendous in a store and everyone claps. I'm like, that doesn't happen. And it didn't happen. And stop lying. Should I do voices for this one? No, maybe. Okay. If you want. Is it the one? Yeah. Oh, I'm positive ahead. it's the one. Because when you, as soon as you started saying it at work, I was like, oh, everybody yeah. like shares this and they tag me in it all the time. Like, hey, it's not even funny. It's just cringeworthy. Go okay. <clears throat> and it's in all caps, this thing. I'm not going to yell the whole thing. No, you don't Let need to. Let me know if I get loud. No, you're fine. <laughs> My flight attendant was... My oh, I already messed it up. I'm canceled. <laughs> My flight was being served by an obviously gay flight attendant who seemed to put everyone in a good mood as he served us food and drinks. As the plane prepared to descend, him swishing down the island told us that Captain Marvel has asked me to announce that he'll be landing the big scary plane shortly. So lovely people, if you could just put your trays up, that would be super. On his trip back up the aisle, he noticed this well-dressed and rather Arabic-looking woman hadn't moved a muscle. Uh, perhaps you didn't hear me over those big brute engines, but I asked you to raise your crazy poop so the main man can pity-patty us on the ground. And she calmly turned her head and said, In my country, I'm not going to do an accent. That's rude. In my country, I am called the princess, and I take orders from no one. To which, and in parentheses, I swear, the flight attendant replies without missing a beat, Well, sweet cheeks, in my country, I'm called a queen, so I outrank you. Tray up, bitch. That's really what this person says. This person told this story. And apparently this person is Mr. Garrison from South Park in my my voice. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything about that. but Like, first of all, no one talks like that. Oh my God. I'm just going to put it out there. Even the flamboyant. Even me. And I love a read, but I'm like, no, that's too much. Even the most flamboyant gay men don't speak this way. This is like a very straight, young white person who has never met a gay person before yeah has seen them on tv and goes i know what gay people are and mm. <laughs> said i'm gonna make up a story hey i've heard about those gays <laughs> i'm gonna make up a story i saw a 2020 on them homos <coughs> and i'm gonna put it on the internet well it's just like okay so who are we supposed to be rooting for i don't even know you it's, know it's like just... and why did they why did they make her an arabic woman to me that seems very like xenophobic of like look at this other person hating on a gay and meanwhile it's it's like like, most of the a lot of the country hates on the gays and (laughs) it could have been some white redneck dude you know weird and and this is the reason why i'm bringing it up is because like there's a lot of these yeah it's like a story one of them that i had read on the subreddit was like me 14 year old going into a record store to buy led zeppelin albums i put the led zeppelin albums on the counter the cashier goes uh, I think you're buying the wrong album. The One Direction albums are over there. Nobody says that. <laughs> Is this like a cartoon bully? <laughs> like the baby and big head goes, loser music's on that side. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I meant to buy these albums. And he was like, let me get my manager. No way. <laughs> it just gets really like, no, this didn't happen. Here's and why a normal are you thing. telling the story? <sighs> I'm angry. Nobody who runs retail is like, let me ask you questions about this purchase. They're like, get out. I want to go back to staring at my phone. I can't do that while you're in here. That's extremely accurate. I'm not going to be like. <laughs> so if you're ever interested, you can go. It's a public. It is. It's good cringe fuel. Oh, yeah. Of just like. And then. But I think the cringiest part is people on Facebook share it and post it. And they're like, yeah. this is real. And I'm like, are you. First of all, I want to I want to know why anyone would read that and go, "Oh, this is credible" or this yeah. is this is real. Because I read it and immediately I'm like, that didn't happen. Did you hear about the one? Oh my god. So, um, there's <laughs> no. a drag race star, Robbie Turner, who's on season 8 mm-hmm. from Seattle or Portland <clears throat> or one of those places over there. He tweeted this whole long story about how he was in an Uber and the the Uber driver was hit by a drunk driver and the driver died mm-hmm. and um he survived. He just woke up. He just was told what happened and blah, blah, blah. And everybody was like trying to find out what happened to him. They called the police department. Nobody reported anything like that. There was no deaths reported. Uber yeah. didn't report anything. And then it came out that like he was just lying. 
But why? Like, what was the purpose? To get, like... Uh, attention, attention? Just, like, some sort of... Just having everybody look at you in, like, a, <laughs> a, almost a pitiful light of being, like... But is it worth... Oh, wow. But is it worth it at the end? Like, when they find I out that it's not a just, real story? Yeah, they're just so short-sighted that they don't care. Like, do people think, like, oh, no one's going to look into this? Nobody's going to follow up on I'm somebody gonna, dying. Right, I'm going to just tell this extravagant Ugh. story, and everyone's going to be like, wow, that's amazing, and move yeah. on with their lives, and I'm going to look cool. And I read that on Reddit, and everybody was, like, tagging, are that happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. it was like, oh, my God. And then everybody clapped. Right. <laughs> you know, that's the joke. Everybody clapped. Yeah. yeah. That's the joke, because it's like, nobody clapped. Yeah. Nobody cares. I refused to give up my seat on the bus for some jerk, so everybody clapped. And so that's, and then the bus clapped, everybody clapped. The the entire bus. (laughs) Yeah, the whole mechanical being of the bus. Right. I, if you're ever bored and you're like, "Mm, I need some, like, I need to scroll through something, go on that subreddit. That one's good. Read through, and you're just going to be like, Oh, I also love, I am very badass. Oh. Oh, I have to read you some of these. These are like people who think they're like, I'm tough, you know, something like that, where, like, they post these, or they, like, people wear t-shirts. I am very badass. Mm-hmm. Um, what, um, what's the, can you keep talking about the premise of this subreddit? So it's people, like, um, it's awful in <laughs> Nike stuff right now, and I just don't want to talk about it. I know. Um, all I know so far is that people wear t-shirts. Somebody was, like, <laughs> uh, there was a reddit conversation about somebody fighting a bear and somebody wrote more or less and i'm not screwing around with animals that have 10 times your strength they'll mess you up without even trying and then somebody responded yeah that's what happens when people mess with me at five six i'm i'm 400 pounds of pure muscle if that bear had been attacking my girl i wouldn't hesitate to lay it out with just my right hook Uh the scary thing is that i'm a lefty and no one had experienced the full force of one of my punches suffice to say i've broken five punching bags do these people really exist I just, I don't want to meet them. First of all, okay, I have two questions. Do these people really exist is my first one. My second one is, how much of this is satire? I can't even read those words out loud. Read that top line to yourself. Okay, no, absolutely not. <laughs> That's, like, you you put those words into a sentence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, do, like, is a lot of it satire? Is a lot of it just, like, I'm being you a You gotta idiot? hope, right? Yeah, which I hope. Because there's so many trolls on the internet now that it's, like, I really hope this is just, I think like people a... just want... I, especially the people that are, like, and I stood up for injustice and blah, blah, blah. I think they just want people to be, like, go you. You're the you're the difference in the world. I think they, people just want to feel like they're doing something when they're not. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird phenomenon. It's super weird. I don't know where it's coming from or mm. why it's a thing. Yeah. It is very cringy. It's just, like... I don't know. If you don't have anything to post, don't post anything. Right. And also, like, typically, people who do super nice things or super out of the ordinary things aren't going to rush to Facebook and write about it. Yeah. You know? Like, I I can't even begin to fathom. Like, I did a nice thing. Better tell everybody I know that I'm a good person because I I don't believe it myself. The other one is, like... (laughs) fake pictures of like kids that have gone missing that like go around oh my god that is so damaging i know share this this kid has been missing for five weeks blah 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 and then you just see all these people like shared in wisconsin shared in this town Mm -hmm. it's like stop yeah that person's not missing. you need to be getting that from real information because then you're just spreading misinformation about missing people do you feel better about that right thoughts and prayers donate money to end the backlog super important I'm just going to make a GoFundMe and just be like, this GoFundMe doesn't have any money in it. Yeah, that's my problem. Fun my it. goal is to get a ton of money into this GoFundMe. <laughs> Here's the levels that you can get. Number one, you get an audible thank you. Number two, um, maybe a high five. If you donate $10,000, I'll just be your friend. I'll promise to like call you every once in a while. I can't promise that. Um, that's like too much. What about the people that make fake GoFundMes for things that didn't happen? Oh, that's so like. There's a special place. That's why, unless I know the person, I'm not putting money in that GoFundMe. I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. Help pay for my dog's left ankle surgery. (laughs) She just nothing's wrong with it. She just wants an upgrade. (laughs) She's just like worth a better ankle. Yeah, Uh, I do, and I'm worth a bionic dog. (laughs) Um, like my friend like used it when her roof fell in. Yeah, I'll bankroll that absolutely. Totally. But I know people that are like. Oh my god, did you read that one that went viral of like this girl that's like, I, it's time for me to get my license and I'm trying to afford a car. Just like, help me buy my car. And people were like commenting like, you know, there's, 
you know there's places you can go where like you just like do some stuff for them and they'll like pay you a, like a regular rate and she's like oh my god where where do i what do i do for that and he's like what job. it's called applying for a job and then working yeah it's amazing that is you should give it a shot sometime that is pretty horrible yeah i loved making my own money as a kid yeah Ugh. It was great. Yeah, it's. I don't. I don't. I feel guilty when people pay for things and like people give me yeah, money. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, even when it's my parents, they're like, "Let me buy that." I'm like, "No." Yeah, no. I know that drives me nuts. Which now. hasn't happened to me in years, so I yeah. don't know why I'm saying it. Like my mom paid for vacation this last vacation, <laughs> which was great because otherwise I would have never been able to go. That's so nice. But I always feel weird. Yeah, I always feel weird when people give me stuff. I'm like, why? I don't deserve it. I mm-hmm. didn't do anything. Except when I bought you NyQuil and DayQuil and you were like, thanks. <laughs> no, I offered to buy you No, stuff. you did. You offered to buy it back and I was like, no. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I was really appreciative. <laughs> yeah, no. I needed NyQuil. Yeah. We didn't have any. Mark oh, and I had miserable. a split. We had some NyQuil and DayQuil and we were like on our like day three of our cold and we had to split the last cup of Dayquil. I can see you guys with a with like a, a pee dropper cup, yeah. and just be like, no, you got more than I did. <laughs> like, no, it's just the way the cup looks. <laughs> yeah, that's how I can see it going yeah, down. That was a pretty sad night. We're just like, uh, oh, here, I left you some NyQuil. And then cup. I'm like, oh, I have some NyQuil upstairs I can give you. But it's NyQuil you gave me because it's not vegan. It has gelatin <clears throat> yeah. in it, so you we didn't want it. We gave away our gel caps because we're like, it's not vegan anymore. Which is great for me because I hate the taste of NyQuil. But I love a NyQuil sleep. <laughs> I don't mind the taste. Actually, NyQuil has severe like this... Severe berry. There... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you bought me severe berry. There, It does have this one flavor of NyQuil that's really good. I think it might be ZQuil now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, everybody's talking about ZQuil. I haven't given it a shot yet. It's just NyQuil with no NyQuil in it. Yeah, without the yeah. quill. Just the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have a... It, it tastes really good. It's a mango blueberry. Oh my god. It tastes really good. You need to put that in a blender with some ice. Get you a NyQuil smoothie right it's, before bed. It's delicious. Ah! Um, I was doing ZQuil for a while because I had been taking NyQuil for a cold. That was, this is like last year, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you know, after a couple of nights when you take NyQuil, then you start to like get used to it. Yeah, it starts to, like, it doesn't work it, as well. I can't sleep now yeah. if I don't have the NyQuil. Um, Switch to a different sleep aid like uh, diphenhydramine, which is like a, Benadryl. Oh, well. So find a different one. I just and then ended it can, up it sometimes getting helps. and I took like less and less and less every night, and mm-hmm. it kind of like helped me lean off of it. Yeah. So. Everybody says Zequil's fabulous, though. It's pretty good. I mean, but it stops. Stops. But yeah. this is me. Like I've always had sleeping problems. Like <sighs> since as long as I can remember. Tell me about it. I mean, I had insomnia when I was younger. It's like it. Like actual insomnia where I slept like 30 minutes in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And Fletcher, I, <laughs> I mean, I had sleep apnea as a kid, so I got my mm-hmm. tonsils and my adenoid taken out. Really? Because I used to stop breathing in my sleep, and Fletcher says I still do it, so I'm <clears throat> probably going to need a CPAP I, machine. Is it? This is a weird question. Is, can you get your tonsils taken out, like, without having something wrong? Like, can you just go and, ha- like, I think you can elect to have it done. I mean, I don't know if there would be people that are, like, super eager to do a tonsillectomy on somebody who doesn't necessarily need it. But I know some people get sick with their, like uh, people get sicker when they have their tonsils or something. I don't know. I'm not a, di- I gotta preface. I don't know. So this is, our, we don't have a lot of time left in the podcast, but I'm going to quickly talk about this because it's funny. If anyone's ever listened to, um, Rhett and Link, uh, their podcast, uh, Ear Biscuits, mm-hmm. um, Rhett and Link are I almost two. thought it was called Good Mythical Morning, but that's Good their Mythical series. Morning is their yeah. series on YouTube, but then they have a podcast called Ear Biscuits. And anyway, they, Actually, this might have been a Good Mythical Morning episode where they talked about um, like a problem that they both have. And they're like, this is a gross problem we have. You click the video and they're talking about um, something they have and they're talking about tonsil stones. Do you know what these are? Oh, I've watched videos on YouTube about tonsil stones. That's my jam. I don't... Okay, I'm not a big fan of extraction videos, but Uh. I have tonsil stones. I've had them (gasps) for forever. They are the worst. Call me. They're... No. (laughs) No, no, no. They're the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Yeah, I can imagine. Not only are they uncomfortable, they make your breath smell. Like, if you have them, your breath smells like death. Really? Yeah. Well, I can imagine. <clears throat> that makes sense. It's just, like, calcium buildup. And mm-hmm. it, like, it, um, not calcium, but it's it's buildup that gets stuck in, like, these crevices in your tonsils. And they form... You know I love a crevice. It's just disgusting. That's and I'm, fire. like... I get them a lot, and you can feel them in your throat. It feels like yeah. there's something oh, stuck yeah. in your throat all the time, and you can't get it. 
Um, and it's very uncomfortable. And it's one of those things where it's like, I would have my tonsils removed just to not have to worry about those ever again. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. I don't know if that's a thing. And I don't well, know. get me in coach. I'll take them out. Yeah, you'll take my I could watch out. a video. Just get a spoon, a hot spoon. Scoop. A kiwi spoon with yeah, just a yeah, little yeah. bit of serration no, on the edge. No, probably a grapefruit spoon would be good. I didn't know those were different. <clears throat> I don't either. I don't. I don't know kiwi spoons existed. Really? Maybe it is called a grapefruit spoon. I just saw somebody eating a kiwi with it. Yeah. I think that's right. I feel like grapefruit spoon is right. Grapefruit spoon is right. Yeah, you're wrong. We're gonna do this podcast on a great note. Well, that's all we have for today, <laughs> folks. We what do we talk about? Oh my god, I don't even know. <laughs> we talked about Killian's. We talked about Killian's uh, Killian's life lifetime original adventure. movie, uh, trying to drip. The Killian <laughs> story to drip. coming this fall. We talked about some mental health stuff that we went through the other day with um, just work. Being, being in the food service industry is, is tough. Man. A lot of stuff happens. Yeah. So. And we had a little bit of tonsil talk there at the end. I mean, we talked about tonsil. tonsil we talked about talk. We talked God. about people who make up weird fake stories on the internet. Oh, they're my favorite. Check them out. But why do they do that? Yeah. I don't care. I hope they continue to do it, but I hope I never have to talk to them in person. <laughs> Allie. Thanks for hanging out. Thank, no, 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 no. Thank you. We should do this more often. We should do it consistently. I think um, if I am correct, this coming is, up on this is episode number ten. <gasps> if my math is right, watch it not be. Watch it episode number nine. I don't know, but we should do something because it's the end episode for the next episode. Like a special. I'm gonna go eat ravioli. That's that's pretty special. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks, guys. You can find us on social media. You sure can. <clears throat> and um, that, I did not need to. That's a, that's okay. Right into the microphone. That was unnecessary. And in case you were wondering, that's the that on that. That is the that. Thanks, everybody. Uh, God bless. <laughs> <laughs>